As a listener of the Shift Your Consciousness podcast presented by Marcus White and Jordan Briggs, we would like you to understand that this podcast is for educational purposes only and is not medical advice. Any changes to your supplementation, nutrition or lifestyle should only be done after consulting with a medical professional. Welcome to the Shift Your Consciousness podcast. My name is Marcus White. And my name is Jordan Briggs. We help people overcome a range of chronic and acute health issues and empower people to live a healthy, fulfilling life. Our mission in this podcast is to bring oppressed and current relevant information from all realms of health that you most likely don't know to empower new possibilities in your health journey. We want to help free your mind of the indoctrination of the mainstream medical system, media and societal dogma that disempowers your ability to heal, grow and live a connected life. If you're someone who is feeling trapped in your journey, not getting answers, but also equally fascinated in learning how to address the root cause to your health issues and is also open-minded to all mediums of health, this podcast is for you. So come join us to shift your consciousness. All right, guys, we're here for another podcast. We're excited to get this one done. This is about take four since we've had so many uh, tech issues with it. So um, we're, we're going into all things discipline, um, maybe even a little bit of like integrity, resilience sort of stuff today. Um, and it's an important topic because I think what, what we do notice with a lot of our clients, like you can have some people that just, you know, they, they'll just do the protocol and they'll, or they'll stick to the kind of health regimes and they'll get it done. But then you've got other people that just, they struggle. Like they just struggle to really show up for themselves. And so we want to we want to explore that a little bit and um, we want to explore discipline as well, this definition of discipline, because I think a lot of people, when they feel like they're struggling to show up for themselves, they just feel like they don't have enough discipline. They feel like, I need, I need more discipline. I need, to be, I need to learn how to show up for myself. And and we'll explore a little bit about, you know, relationship with self and, and all these things as well and some tools, all right, um, to to kind of help you guys, um, yeah, have a healthy relationship with yourself, show up for yourself better, and um, you know, get a little bit more of this uh, healthy discipline thing going. So, Marcus, I'd love to like bring you in here, man, because I know we both have a kind of a different outlook of what discipline um, means to us, and so I think this is a good good opportunity to start there because I think different perspectives really help because you know I'm sure a lot of other people are going to have different perspectives of it too. So. For sure. So what's your what's your understanding of discipline? Um, so my understanding of discipline is like we all we all need to be able to have the we all need to have the ability to be disciplined at some stage. Now, the way I see discipline is uh, it comes back to and you know everyone's got different meanings, but I I bring it back to self love, like the ability to invest into yourself and not be distracted or not be um, I suppose pulled away via temptation so some people would say discipline is to become a disciple um and i would say like to be a disciple of yourself now um i like obviously look at different examples of that around that like around the world now a big one is sport and athletic and athletes now now i look at like a fighter for example now this is a very extreme um discipline regime Okay, but it is quite yeah. amazing because you look at a fighter; they um they have they get put in this very acute situation where they're about to you know they're really fighting for their life. So they may go into like a training camp. Now this is where they may and it, and it, some of it's not necessarily healthy, but it's their ability to be able to work towards a certain goal without distractions, and that's what I'm talking about in this point. So for them mm. to win, 
or to stop themselves being able to, you know, be humiliated by losing or being knocked out, they will train two and three times a day. They will have to, mm. like, they'll have to um, restrict their calories so much so they're at a certain body weight. They may restrict themselves from having sex for three to six months before the fight so that they're mm. only um, quite balanced and they're pretty much like a ravaging dog by the end of it. All these, <laughs> all these little things, like you you imagine as a, as a man, um, and obviously we've all got sexual urges, you imagine going, you know, going through those, those sexual urges and pushing them down all the time. Yeah. You've got this goal at the end. It's a very powerful thing to do. It's a very powerful thing to do to under-eat or something like that to get yourself to a certain weight. It's a very powerful thing to train three times a day to get to this yeah. um, get to this thing. So now don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's healthy. I'm not – that's that's mm. not my point. But it's the mental ability for you to be able to say, hey, I have a certain goal that I want mm. to achieve and I'm not going yeah. to let anything else get in my way because that's what means the most to me. Now, mm. let's bring it back to real life. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's look at it in a less than acute version. That's where you say to yourself, "Hey, you know what? Of my health has been deteriorating for ten years. Um, I, mm. I can't sleep. Um, my digestive issues are bad. I'm actually, you know, I, I, I don't feel well. I, I'm quite depressed. I'm quite anxious. I want to do mm. something about it. Okay. Now you may come to a coach like Jordan and I, and we put together a plan to do it. But guess what? All of a sudden, you get, you know, a couple of weeks in, comes a little bit monotonous, and all of a sudden, there's temptation comes out. Maybe you're going to a party. Maybe you've got alcohol in front of you, the food in front of you that you used to eat. Um, yeah. You've got to make a choice now. Is it me? Like, am I choosing me now and the thing and choosing self love and investing into me? Or am mm. I going to choose the thing that's going to hurt me? Mm. Okay. Now, Obviously, and uh, like this is going to be a really good segue into um, Geordie's um, definition of discipline because some of these um, patterns are quite hard for us to understand why we don't choose ourselves or why mm. some choose themselves all the time and, wh and why some people can't switch it off. Now, the last thing I want to say on this is that discipline is a fantastic thing to learn how to do or to understand, but you need to be able to use it as a tool. It's not something that we live by day to day. If that fighter lived like that forever, they'd go mad. They can maybe do it for three months mm. or months, and but then they have to be able to try and find balance after that. Okay, now um, mm. that can be a very challenging thing, depending on the way you've possibly grown up and your possible behaviour patterns. Which I would love to go in with you, Jordan. You know your definition of discipline. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'd like to come back to like the when when you said like finding meaning because I think yep. that's really important. Cool. Um, I find a lot of people when they do show up in the journey, like they're they're often mo their motivations are for other external reasons. So whether it's like for their work, for their relationship, or things like that. So I'd like yep. to go into that, but that's good. We'll, we'll come back to my um, definition of discipline. So discipline, if you look in the dictionary, it, it means to abide by a certain set of rules or behaviors. Otherwise, it you know, results in a consequence. And I think a lot of, a lot of um, you know, people have been parented in that way. And, and what that means is like, if I don't do the thing that my, like the most important person in my life is, which is your parents, right? If I don't, if I don't do the thing that they're, um, 
wanting me to do, if I'm not doing the thing they want me to do, that might obviously lead to some sort of um, separation, like a love validation. And overall, my sense of safety and security needs are just not being met. So, so what happens is I think a lot of us are motivated from things like fear. We're motivated from things like um, if I don't do X, I can't love myself <laughs> or I won't get love or receive love or validation. So I think what happens is for a lot of people when, you know, and, and there's two types of people I'd like to go into here because one of these was actually me. Maybe, you know, I feel like you might relate to yeah. this a little bit too. No doubt. Um, was was like we, we come from a sporting background and like, you know, I, I, I strived a lot through, through sport to feel validation. Um, that's where I felt most at home. Um, it's where I felt like I had, I could, I could, you know, feel, you know, I could, I could feel a sense of achievement in myself and school was really hard for me. Um, you know, I constantly got crappy grades and couldn't focus and then later learned that I had ADHD. So I just didn't really fit the system. Um, like many other people don't, but which is the whole other part of all this as well. But like the whole, the whole thing that, um, that, 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 that I kind of experienced as a child as well was this kind of um, uh, these emotional needs that just weren't being met from, from, from my mom. And she, she was quite uh, emotionally shut down herself because she struggled with depression and things like that. And so I had this emotional neglect at times. Like I just wasn't in connection with my family. And so for me, the way I experienced that was, was abandonment, like abandonment of my needs being met. And that felt scary. You know, that felt scary. Like every time I go into a breathwork experience or a plant medicine ceremony, it's always this fear, 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 fear. And so... And so, um, and so the mask of abandonment, especially when you, you, you know, abandonment's scary for a child, all right? Like you're, you're, you're being left on the outer and because we're, we're dependent on our parents, all right? We're dependent on, on the people around us to help us feel safe. And so when that isn't met, all right, well, then you find that dependent somewhere else. And so, and so this is what it was for me. Like I, would, um, I, was, I was dependent on TV. I was dependent on video games. I was dependent on sport. I was dependent on all those things outside of myself. Now, um, now I also equally didn't feel a whole lot of nurture and I didn't feel a, ho a whole lot of um, love and connection. And so for me at times that felt like rejection as well. So, so I had this kind of like un unworthiness piece, but then also this dependence piece. So the way that drove me was like, well, I just need to succeed at everything <laughs> to, to fulfill these voids or these disconnects. So I, I actually have the opposite. I, I'm so committed to everything I do, like to the point where I'll actually burn out. <laughs> so, so, and, and so for me, like there is a healthy aspect to that. There's that healthy aspect because like I get shit done. I've got this house. I've got like, you know, I've got, I've got like a business that's doing well. I've, um, you know, I've got all these things, but then other things sacrifice, like my own health, um, my relationship sometimes and all these things. So, so for me, I've had to learn how to switch that off, but also meet myself in more of a healthier way and motivate myself from a healthier place. 
Yeah. Because if I'm motivated from from the place of a dam or if I'm motivated from a place of um, rejection and I'm constantly trying to find acceptance, I'm constantly dependent on things that make me feel safe outside of myself, well, I'm just going to end up in those patterns. Yeah. So they're the two types, two types of patterns I've noticed. But then with the rejection one, if someone's in deep rejection and they've had, um, let's just say they've had parents that have placed very high expectations of them growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've been disciplined in a way that is, yeah, like like if you don't do X, this is what's going to happen. Like it could be if you don't do your grades, you're going to fail in life, something like that, right? Like let's just say that. That's a very high expectation for a child to meet a lot of pressure when there's when it's also matched with a lack of support. And, and a, a lot of parents can unintentionally do this. This isn't me coming in and shaming parents like, you know, parents only are conditioned the way they were parent and parented as well. And so that's what intergenerational trauma and conditioning is. You'll very, you'll like, very much, sorry, mate, you'll very much help yourself if you realize mm. your parents were doing the best they can with what they have. If you can constantly tell yourself that, you will start to heal from any parenting wound all, yeah, not all, you know, not completely heal, but it will start the process. Oh, absolutely. Cause like resentment's the thing that keeps you stuck. So, but um, yeah, if 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 we look at that like this high expectation thing, it can feel very overwhelming for an individual to constantly try and meet that. Now let's look at the way that shows up as an adult. Well, now the way an adult, like the way you were conditioned as a child to perceive and the way you were taught to experience life, is often then how it'll carry, but it'll amplify as an adult. So what will happen is now, like as an adult, you'll look at making your dinner as something that's a big task. Yeah, especially when you're probably in a, in a point where maybe you're just not showing up for yourself at all. You know, you're just eating takeout all the time, like you're in bed constantly, things like that. And so whilst your physical body might not be well, and that might be contributing to, to that, the big thing is, is like you look at tasks as like climbing Mount Everest. And, and what will happen is even if you do climb Mount Everest, it will still feel like there's something taller that you could be climbing. And that's the paradox that plays out. It, it, it just it constantly just feels like you've got to be reaching the next thing. And even when you do make the dinner for yourself, you're then thinking of the 10 other things that you've got to do. So and then what happens is, so why if I can do any of it, this is too much, I'm just going to withdraw. And that's the mask of rejection is withdrawal. It's the shutdown. Yeah. And that's, that's probably, I reckon, the, the number one pattern that I see in people that really struggle to show up for their self. Yeah. Yeah. Because they were parented in that way. And then everything just feels so heavy. Yeah. yeah. Which is similar for me. Like, it, I, I can, like, when I'm, I'm quite dependent and stuff on certain things, like, like, I, like, I need to, like, I need to work. I need to do, like, it's heavy for me. I'm still, I'm fucking, in, I can be in anxiety all, all the time if I don't catch myself in the pattern and I regulate out of it. And then, reparent myself in that moment which is something we'll talk about today but yeah the reparenting like, see the reparenting thing is yeah. a real big one because the the what mm. the thing that's helped me and because i'm similar george like and i've i've had to yeah. reflect and ask questions of my parents and stuff like that and sort of just you know start to try and understand um myself and i think you need to that's the thing like with the reparenting you need to question yourself and re- and like sort of question why your behaviors are like that and then that'll help you to start to dive backwards like i remember saying to my dad because i i felt a lot of pressure 
as a young young man because I, I was professional professional sportsman for a bit and the pressure I put on myself and I sort of realized that when I was younger I was always told by my family we've got no money we've got no money we've got no money and I mm. was like well I'm gonna go and I'm going to go and be an AFL footballer and I'm going to make all this money. I'm going to make my mum be okay. My mum's going to be fine once I once I become AFL footballer. So the pressure that I put on myself there. And then I sort of, my dad was um, very, pretty hard on me, pretty firm on me. And like, I, I actually love that he was, but there was parts of it that I, that I think I can do better in the future. Um, and one of them was that he wasn't very um, positively reinforcing. So most of the time, he was, I'm not saying he didn't at all, but most of the time he always pointed out the negatives of what yeah. I had to improve on. So that was what um, I was sort of told all the time. So you can imagine the patterns that that sort of um, put me into. You know what I mean? So yeah, you're motivated, motivated from a place of lack. Exactly right. From, yeah, yeah, exactly right, from lack. Um, so uh, also what does that make me do is like I'm an overachiever. I'm constantly trying to achieve because I always feel like I'm lacking. I always feel like I yeah. haven't done enough. Yeah, so mm. I had to. I had to ask myself. I had to go through all these questions because those patterns, like you said, George, they were coming up in everywhere in my life. They were coming up in work. Mm. They were coming up in relationships. Like my relationships would break down because I was like pandering, trying to do everything, make everything right. You're was, trying to win in your relationship. Exactly like right. I was trying to win in, to win in my yeah. relationships and like, yeah, and trying to make yeah. everything perfect. Um, same with, mm. what I, with my work. I was trying to make everything perfect. So I had to start to understand this so then I could start to yeah. balance because there is good stuff like we talked about. It. I can get shit done. I'm I'm so good at getting my mind um, to be able to do whatever it takes in a certain task. Um, mm. But then it's being able to find that 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 balance and be able to switch it off and know um, when I'm overdoing it. Yeah, I've been going through some stuff with uh, with Jacob actually. Um, yep. I know we've spoken about him a couple of times last couple podcasts, but around like attunement. Far out. Um, We're going to talk about Jacob again. I don't. I don't. I don't I'm yeah. joking. I'm but, joking. I know. I know. But it's been so. It's been fucking no, so know. valuable learning this thing around attunement, like attunement. Yep. Um, is like being able to like be aware of of not only like your body and your needs, but also what's happening around you. Like like for example, like I'll be like I, I might be like in the work mode, and I'm like motivated from this dependence pattern. I'm just in about like a lack of awareness, and I'm just not attuned to what's happening around me. Like it could be my daughter, or it could be like Evelyn's needs, and this sort of thing. Yeah, and I'm kind of lost in the wound. Yeah. Because I'm not in attunement to myself, but then I'm not in attunement to what's happening around me. And I think that's, um, that is really, I think, one of the big things with these wounds is that a lot of people aren't in attunement to their self because they're in attunement to the expect, the, the metaphorical parent that they're still trying to live up to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, and, so, and so there's a disconnection from self. Yeah. And I think that's the... That's like the, the the big the big thing where I think we have to start is to come back to ourselves and to learn to um, trust ourselves and to listen to our body and what our body and what our soul is desiring and I think that's a that's a, a, a big piece that comes with the reparenting I think. Yeah. Just a question for you right now. Um, if yeah. It, if attunement is something, I know we might be going off on a little bit of a um, tangent here, but I think it's important because I think some pe- a lot of people would struggle with this. Um, mm. Are you putting anything in practice now daily to help you to attune to what's going on around you? Yeah, so meditation practice is good, just being in stillness and just being in your body. Yeah. Like, 
yeah, it might not even be meditation. It could be just sitting there on the grass and just being with yourself. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, for and, sure. And, and just like like observing your thoughts, your emotions, and just like letting that run its course. But like one of the big things that I like to do is like, you know, I ask myself, what is it that I would like, how do I want to show up for myself today? How do I want to maybe show up for my family today to not only make myself feel loved, but also my family feel loved? And would I make that choice if I loved myself? Or would I make that choice if I want to be the man that I want to be for my family? And so, you know, I'm starting to look at the outcomes that can play out if I make certain choices or go down certain paths. Asking and yourself I, questions. And I just have it. Yeah. And just having that, that time with yourself, I think is key, isn't it? Like, cause otherwise we just, we stay in the groundhog down, we're distracted and in the, in the patterns again, you know, and then yeah. into the autopilot. What about like, what about something practical? Like if say, say meditation wasn't something that people will really dive into, what about something practical? Like say they're in the work grind, like something where yeah. it's like something that you have go off, like an alarm that goes off <laughs> at, yeah, you're like, oh, shit, I'm doing this. 10 a.m. Yeah. yeah, exactly right. That goes, yeah. that says, hang on, look, like, stop, ground yourself, look around, like, what's what's happening? Like, you know, how's, yeah. you know, how's your wife? How are you? Ch- you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, 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 um, yeah, I, yeah. I think that can be something that can just bring you out of this mode that you're in and start to make yeah. you attuned to, to and, and just to ask questions. Hey, how's my wife? How's my child? Yeah. How am I? Oh, <laughs> yeah, seriously, like, because you can have that. You can you can be like literally stuck in, um, like sometimes you can just have like those moments where you're like, oh shit, like I've just been running around like a headless chook for the last yeah. like, four hours. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got this. Yeah. I've got this telltale sign now. Yeah. Now I know, like, and it's like my mind's racing. Like, I can, I can literally. Yeah. Know, I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, in that zone again. You know what I mean? It's yeah. high, high, it's high stress, high, you know, high cortisol, high um, adrenaline. Yeah. But I know it. I'm like. Okay. Yeah. Like I'm in it now. It's time. Like we're going to invest into slowing down. Mm, yeah. So, so I think that's the key. Like just to pause when you're in that moment, take a deep breath, and probably take another five, <laughs> and nice slow exhales, and then and then attune into yourself. How am I feeling right now? What am I operating from? Is this an old program? And what's the what's the type of program that I committed to myself? maybe a, a week ago, the type of program that I, I committed to myself, the type of emotions that I wanted to commit to, the type of, um, yeah, the, even the type of language that I might be speaking to myself. What did I commit to? And let's have a moment now to come back to that. And you know what? This circles back around to the discipline. Yeah, it does. You know what I mean? Because that is discipline. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and so it circles back around to the discipline and then this is the healthy discipline. So what, what, what would the unhealthy discipline do to themselves if they fell out of that pattern? They what, would, hold on. What would, yeah, what would they do? What would yeah, the, un, the unhealthy discipline would, um, would uh, talk negatively to themselves. They'd punish themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? Now, and the healthy, yeah. healthy one would go, oh, wow, you know, I, Oh, I've fallen out of that pattern. What can I learn from this? Like, what? what how, how did I fall out of that? Start asking more questions. Like, what are the things that have that have pulled me out of that? So, if you think about, let's let's simplify this, right? You're on a health journey with me or Jordan, and you're one of our clients, and you, you know you've done really well for two weeks. You're eating all the food, and then you go to a party, and they're serving up cake, and you know you got the cake there, or you can eat the steak, but you choose the cake, right? And then you get home, you're like. Far out, I wish I didn't do that. Why did I do that? 
right at that moment, ask yourself the question, what, what, why, why did you do that? You know what I mean? Don't punish yourself. Don't sit there and say, oh, now I've got to not eat for three days to make up for the cake that I ate. Ask yourself yep. question, what was coming up. Yeah, because mm, don't compassion. Exactly. Compassion is the first key. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go on. Sorry. Yeah, keep going. Yeah, you're right, mate. I, I love it. Yeah, compassion for yourself, yeah. but we also need to learn from the situations. What was coming up? Because a lot mm. of the time in those situations, like, like you know, something like a, a cake is going to give us short-term um, energy and short-term good mood. So maybe what was our mood mm. a little bit low? Were we, were we struggling to sit with a low mood? You know what I mean? Do I not feel comfortable when I'm not feeling when I'm not feeling myself? Do I not feel comfortable in other people's presence? What about when someone challenges me what I'm eating? They say, they say, uh, why are you eating the cake? Why aren't you eating the cake? Yeah, am I, you know, am I, am I a bit insecure about that? Yeah. So we start to ask these questions of ourselves. We go, okay, all right, I've got I've got a few things to work on here. Mm, you nailed it, bro. Yeah. Nailed it. My drop. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> That's uh, I don't know if I've got much more to add. That's that's per- that's that's bang on. Yeah, I, I that's just, that's reparent. That's reparenting. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. what you're doing is you're, you're meeting yourself at the core needs. Yeah, a lot of people they get caught in the black and white, right and wrong, which is the way we're often parented as well. You're a good boy if you don't eat the cake, or, or you're a good boy when you eat. The, uh, you're a better boy when you eat the steak, or whatever. Yeah, and um and and so and so what happens is we get in this like kind of right or wrong kind of place, and I think. The first step is to expand outside of that because that is your ego coming mm. in as your metaphorical parent or your metaphorical teacher or the metaphorical bully or whatever that's still in your mind that's then trying to beat you down and squash you when you've actually got emotions that need to be met. So firstly, start with the compassion piece. Um, and then from there, as you said, then from there when you understand what's actually coming up, then you can meet yourself and support yourself through that. And I think that's the... That's the key in discipline is is actually being able to support like reparent like that reparenting like thing of actually being able to support yourself and redirect yourself in moments of time. Yeah. Because I think like where a lot of parenting gets unstuck, um, and I actually like like I've observed like, you know, parents even at the playground and things like that, not 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 judging, just observing and noticing that like they'll tell their child off for doing something, but then they'll just leave them in that. They won't mm-hmm. actually go, like, not that I condone like telling kids off and going nuts at them, but what I'm saying is like, hey, like, let's, let's, let's educate the child about what's happening. Okay, this, what, what are you feeling? What do you need? Like, why is this coming up? And then, hey, this is the, the, the outcome of if you were to keep doing that, this is what may happen. However, if you were to make this choice instead, this is what happened. What sounds better for you, do you feel? Mm. You know what I mean? And and that's what we're doing with ourselves, essentially. That's what reparenting is. Yeah. So yeah, nailed it. That was good. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Um, the only mm. other thing, um, I'm just trying to think if we we wheel back around a little bit is to, you know, um, just talking. I don't know if we've gone into it enough. Is just talking about, okay, how do we like if you're someone who really feels stuck, and they're like they're like mm. they're, they're someone who's or Maybe like, uh, nah. Maybe we have covered it all, George. <laughs> no, well, no. I, 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 I think we can talk even a bit about integrity. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I'll like, talk- in- 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 integrity comes into discipline a little bit. I feel like, yeah. like, uh, uh, you know, like, like when you say you're going to do something, you do it, right? But th- there's a way of doing that where you can be freaking critical of yourself and so yeah. hard on yourself about it. 
But then you can also be very gentle and kind and come from a loving place and it's like a healthy relationship with yourself. Because I think like, for example, like being overcommitted like I was, that's an unhealthy, that, there's unhealthy aspects to that, there's healthy aspects to it. But there's, 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 there's a lot of unhealthy aspects to it. No different to someone who's not showing up for themselves. And they say they're going to do something and they lean out completely. And then that's an unhealthy thing. Like, because, you know, they're not, they're, they're maybe not making, you know, they're maybe not eating a whole food diet. Maybe they're not moving. Maybe they're, they're, you know, they're not committing to certain things for themselves that nourish them, whether it's like fun, yeah. you know, whatever it may be. So, and, and they keep saying, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it, but they don't. Like, I think that's, to me, like there's a worthiness piece yeah. in that. Yeah. I think the biggest thing is people need to learn to value their self to like to really show up for their self, right? And I think that's where some of the self-work comes into it, like where you need to actually deepen into some of those things, but more or less as well, be able to find that inner flame. Remember how we spoke about that, yeah, like yeah. that inner flame, like to pick yourself up? Yeah. Um, maybe that's something that you can chime into because I feel like that's something that you're like always been about. I know when we were in the gym bloody five years ago, you, you were, yeah, you were well, coaching your clients that way and finding that flame, you know? Yeah, and, well, and I think some people struggle to find that in their self, yeah. Yeah, well, it obviously comes down to want too, George. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like you know what I mean? Like, you got to want something. You got to be passionate about something to. And you talked about it before. Like, actually, this is what we were meant to go into, and I sort of lost my words a little bit. Was um, we were talking about meaning, like meaning, meaning. Why, there we why, go. Yeah. why are you doing this? Are you doing this for you? Like, I've worked with clients before where it's their partners that want them to do it. Yeah, that's why. Yes. that's why they struggle to be disciplined because they're not. That's not for them. It's for someone else. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's very hard to 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 care about something if you don't if you don't actually fully care about it. Because the other like there's there's that part of things, and then there's the other part of things I, like I want like I want to share to people is like it takes time to learn discipline sometimes. Let's say like you don't have any of those behavioral patterns. Like you're just someone who's just learning to stick to something. Like you don't necessarily you don't become disciplined overnight. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you learn via going through different scenarios and going, oh shit, like like we said, asking questions and figuring out why you make certain decisions and obviously going getting from one scenario where you make a mistake, doing that scenario again, but getting better at it. Yeah? Yeah. Again. But yeah, sorry, the the meaning the meaning side of thing is so huge because like if you go and tell me, oh, like I, I don't paint, but you're gonna tell me oh, I need to go paint four pictures a day. I'm probably not going to be very disciplined mm. at that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah, you want yeah, to do yeah. it. You know, it's not yeah. something I'm interested in. Yeah. Mm. But if you were to say to me, hey, um, mate, we like, you know, you're going to play football this year and we, you know, you, you've got eight weeks to get fit. I'm telling you now that you'll, you'll get me, I'll, I'll, will not miss a session for eight weeks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, yeah. I care about it. It means something to me. And exactly. Then, if we come into, if we bring it back into the health realms, it's like I don't feel myself. I don't feel well. I don't feel the way I should feel. Now, recognize that feeling and then mm. like put your best foot forward and keep moving forward until you get to the person that you want to be. Yeah, like Joe Dispenza style, like channel into your future self and, and really attach to the emotional body or the energetic body that you desire as yeah. your future self and 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 let that be your meaning be let that be your motivation anchor in love but that like, yeah because i think like 
I think, um, you know, I, I like to cycle back where you said like they're doing, sometimes we do it for other people. I've been in that position where I did, I started men's work because I wanted to improve my relationship with, with Evelyn. Yeah. And like, obviously that's a, that's got its healthy aspect to it, but it was very external. It was like, I want to fix my relate, but a lot of it was my relationship with myself and how I was showing up in my life as to what was impacting it. And I, and, and the reason why it was showing up in that way is because I didn't value myself and my own needs. I wasn't filling my cup. Like I wasn't going for my surf in the mornings. I was working instead. You know, I wasn't, um, I was, you know, I, I wasn't hanging out. I wasn't having bro time with the lads because I felt like I had to attend to work more and then shit, now I've only got a little bit of time. So I have to be with my family. <laughs> mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like I was just completely out of, out of, out of whack in terms of actually it's not being a connection to my, my, my deeper needs. Yeah. So I think like lear learning, like finding meaning and that inner flame, I think acts to actually start with, well, why is it important to me? Yeah. 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 Like why is it important to me? And if you can start there, I think that's, that's going to help you. It's going to help you. Mo it's going to help motivate yourself on those days where maybe you don't want to do it. And that's, that's where the resilience comes in as well. Yeah, and this is this is the big thing, Jordan. I, I just wanted to make sure that it wasn't too airy fairy. This because yeah, reason discipline is something like is a word is because you are going to get tempted to not choose yourself always. Mm. You know what I mean? There's the angel and the devil on each shoulder. You know what I mean? And they're always there presenting you an option, whether to choose yourself or choose someone else or choose something external to you or what your wants are. Now, you will lose, like, things will get monotonous sometimes. Sometimes, like, you'll stop getting the excitement of the initial um, challenge and it gets tough. And mm. in those moments, that's where real discipline comes in. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's so funny and, like, I'd love to finish it. Like, when you learn that and when you – when you do something like when like you know everything's sort of screaming at you not to choose yourself and then you do choose yourself the feeling is just unmatched mm. unmatched and like especially when you start noticing the changes exactly yeah. it's, I, I i find it straight away jord like i you know some people mm. say it like you know when they've say it's like they've I, you know, I find it now is like, say you were to have your friends go out for a drink and you go out and you don't drink. You wake up, I wake up Sunday and I'm like, I look at the sunrise and I feel amazing. I'm like, it's not just the weather. It's the fact that I chose me and what I want. Not yeah. About someone else. That, that, that fills me. That fills my heart, you know? Exactly. And that's the way it's got to feel. You got to, you got to channel it into your heart. Yeah. Cause that's what keeps you going. That's the, that's the power center of the body. And so, I think that's where a lot of people aren't online, you know, and, and uh, from their traumas and different things. But, but yeah, I think, um, yeah, dude, I, I honestly think like the, the one thing that I, that I would like to add in there as well, just to maybe cap it off is, yep. is that the, the ego, the ego, the one thing, the ego, because I don't like, as you said, honestly, it's so fluffy in some areas, but I want to be really real life is the mind doesn't like discomfort. Exactly. And that's the reality. So, the one thing that we have to learn to build a relationship with is that life at times isn't going to be comfortable. And, and the thing is, is when you start to learn to embrace discomfort rather than run away from it, cool shit starts to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Mate, let's, so, just leave, it, let's leave it there because like, that's a yeah. great line to finish. I hope people can take that line and take that away. Yeah. That's, cool shit starts to happen when you start leaning into that.
Yeah, absolutely. So, awesome. All right, thanks, brother. That was a that was a ripper. Yeah, love that, guys. Hopefully, you enjoyed and got something out of that. Hopefully, it's shifting your consciousness. <laughs> Let's go. go. Thanks for listening. We hope this opened your mind to new possibilities in your journey. If you want to follow on for more, please subscribe and follow us on Instagram at Life Athlete Health and at Coach Jordan Briggs. And if you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and leave a review. We'll see you next time.